Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, episode 867 for Monday, but it's actually Saturday afternoon. I was going to play golf this morning, but I went to a funeral instead. It was a very uplifting funeral. It was for Shayla Hackler, Tracy's wife, just recently passed away. Eyes is wonderful person, as you'd expect with Tracy. A lot of uh, hobby people were there and people she had impacted in her uh, career. Funeral is about a person that lived life to the full, enjoyed life, and was a real uh, giver. So I thought, well, I'm just going to stay busy. I'm going to do this podcast episode about the other lot 1386. Sounds like the Phantom of the Opera, but it were these 63 megas hangers and blasters from Huggins and Scott a couple months ago. I've just been dragging my feet on this. It was pretty overwhelming to see this huge ba- bunch of boxes and it proved to be more than I thought it was going to be. I'd already done the episode about all the baseball ones and that actually had a happy ending because I got that Juan Soto. Autograph to 25. Not quite as lucky on this one. First, let me thank the sponsors. Some of them have products in here. A lot of tops and Panini for sure, but thank you, Upper Deck too. Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. First, 2021 Pro Set. Not real pleased with that. I got a couple of autographs that weren't so great, so I'm not sure what's going on there. We'll see how ProSet does in this resurrected version. And then I got four megas of the 2022 Panini Playbook. I did get four game use, no autographs. I'd really prefer the autographs, but you get what you get. The other thing that's frustrating about that, I can't say every box would be like this, but I really didn't get anything that I worked the dollar boxes when I'm at a card show, and there really wasn't anything I would be excited to pull from a dollar box if any of these cards were in there from the Panini Playbook. Generally, I would pull out a game used for sure at a buck, and autographs generally for a buck I would pull out. My other plus or minus here is, let's just say I paid 10 bucks for the blasters. If I were paying 10 bucks for these, I probably wouldn't go back for seconds. Next, a whole bunch of baseball. 2022 Top Series 1, Otani on the packaging. Um, I think I had nine megas and most of them from Walmart, but some from Target. I was going to figure out which one did better than I realized there really wasn't anything to distinguish between the two, except for the Target boxes were slightly, but 16 packs of 16 cards. I've got uh, probably a couple sets, which I don't really collect by sets anymore. And I realized that when I'm bidding on these auction items, I like the variety. I don't want nine of the same things. And it was a lot of ripping packs. When you're ripping a hundred packs in a row, it's just not great. And you get used to it that the last one, two or three cards are where the good cards are. But also got blasters, which were seven packs of 14 of these uh, 2022 top series. When they talk about exclusive commemorative relic cards, I got three of the blasters and it just was too easy tops to find the pack that was going to have the commemorative relic in there. Now, I know people don't buy individual packs within the blasters, but you could tell by feel. I probably got one card out of all of that 2022 Tops Series 1 Megas and Blasters that was worth more than 20 bucks. It was a nice insert of Mike Trout. So I got some complete sets probably from base, but not exactly. 2022 Tops Opening Day, one blaster of the 154 cards in the blaster box. 20 packs of seven, plus they want to talk about two extra packs. Can just an awful lot of opening of packs. And Tops apparently has ages six plus on their packs and boxes, whereas Panini is nine plus. I don't know if that strategy, marketing, demography, does that mean on the Tops they use first grade words and Panini can use fourth grade words? I'm joking. When I looked at the opening day, I think they're putting a lot of that out there. Same thing with the flagship because the pack odds are very tough. So there must be a lot of product out there. I got really 
hardly anything that I would be interested in at a dollar box. So again, probably not something that I would be eager to get another box of. I don't dislike the product, but just in that configuration. Again, I'm going to continue to compare this to dollar boxes because this is confirming that's more fun for me than by spending 20 bucks or 30 bucks on a hanger, mega or blaster. I'd rather spend that money picking out what I want. Probably from the same products of the same years. 2021 Tops Big League Baseball got two blasters of that. They talk about the five blue parallels. That explains why when I see the blue parallels in the dollar box, I see a whole bunch more orange ones, which are one per pack. So that explains a lot. It's been a good exercise for me opening these blasters and megas. You can see, especially when you get a whole bunch of a certain kind of special parallel configured to that particular product, that's why you'll see some of those cards. But if somebody broke a bunch of that product, it's going to be more prevalent and not that tough. I got a Albert Pujols blue card. That was the best one I got out of that. Not, not so great. I also got the box panel card, which I like those. 2022 Tops Heritage got a couple of hangers. I had won these in the other lot too. So I'd already been through this. I like the fact the packaging is just one cello wrap pack of, but then they started by that French text was one per 87. And I thought, do I need to look on the back of every card to see if there's French text? And it's the error cards supposedly were one per 2,458 packs. I guess I could research that, but I wasn't going to. 2021 Tops Chrome update, a couple of megas. Never says mega on the box, but you just know that the megas are bigger than the blasters and they don't have the J-hook hanger. 10 packs of four. Again, I'd rather have four packs of 10. So let's look for autographs and one of one superfractors, one purple refractor per pack. I remember now seeing a bunch of those. I got a couple of blue refractors that were numbered to 199 out of my two megas. When people talk about how it's really unlikely that they aren't the best cards in the product, but they're supposed to come one per 146 packs. And I got two out of two, but the odds of that are a half percent or something. So it's not out of the question, but it's unlikely. But then I didn't get a bunch of this stuff. 2022 Bowman, again, sticking with baseball, green parallels, six packs of 12. I, again, just got maybe four dollar box cards out of that one. 2021 Panini Prism draft pick, you know, the Megas, again, some from Walmart, some from Target, the 11 packs of five cards plus a 12 card bonus pack of red velocity prisms and Henry Davis on the packaging. Not sure about that. What I'm realizing and just losing patience as I go through this, because this is not the way I collect. I bought this lot to have the experience and I enjoy opening packs, but I don't enjoy opening and ripping packs as much as I do sorting cards. That was a learning experience for me. I don't like sorting cards or looking at cards when they stick together. And I don't like it when they're upside down and backwards. And some of these packs, you've got to flip them around. Also on the Panini Prism draft picks, megas that I got, there were sticker autographs. So I did get autographs, but there were stickers. No college logos on some of the obscure colleges. I don't know if that means they don't have the licensing or what. I got another four blasters as well. And I'm wondering the blasters, if they're two thirds the price or half the price, are they two thirds as good or half as good? I got a couple of autographs out of that. Again, they weren't great autographs, but then with all these, you're left with a whole bunch of base cards and trying to figure out which base cards are decent, if any, is problematic. 2022 Donner's Baseball, six packs of 15, two blasters, 12 holo purples, six rapture parallels per box, Wander Franco on the packs and the boxes. This was an interesting open. I thought they had some interesting different designs here, the base designs that they're 
grouped, and so it's easier to sort the cards. Got a hanger and a mega. I probably like the mega the best. Generally, I'm going to mega the best because it's bigger and better and more valuable. 2022 Diamond Kings Baseball, one blaster, Mickey Mantle on the box. What does that tell you? They're going to be some vintage players. Six packs of six cards, red frame parallel. Now I realize why I'm seeing so many red frame parallels in the dollar box. But I like having artist proofs. That's a throwback to 25 years ago. So I did okay on the Diamond Kings. 2022 Panini Stars and Stripes, the USA Baseball. Again, I just think this is encroaching on NIL territory with players that are young that haven't appeared yet. And you know that most of them are not going to turn out. So I just don't know how long to hold pre-rookie cards or cards of players that haven't appeared yet. Do you give them a five-year window, three-year window? I guess it kind of depends on the position they play and the potential that they have. Okay, and lastly, I had a bunch of basketball. Again, like I said, I was running out of gas. I was doing this yesterday and a little bit this morning, and it just takes a lot of time opening all this stuff. So the Panini 2021 Prism Draft Picks got five megas, 12 packs of five. Again, please make it five packs of 12. 23 Orange Ice Prisms. Again, no wonder I'm seeing so many of those. And I had a eureka moment. This is why people have somebody else break their own product while they can watch somebody doing it. Because some people, I think, really opening the packs and going through the cards one at a time. I actually don't. I'd rather just look at a stack of cards that have already been pulled out. But the, the Prism draft picks, when you're talking about the basketball version, lots of recognizable players there. So I would give that higher marks. I did okay on that. I, one of my autographs was Luca Garza, a good example of a fabulous college player who probably is not going to be a strong pro. He seemed like a man among boys in college, just bigger and stronger. And now you get to the pros and everybody's big. More uh, Prism draft picks, the blasters. For some reason, Luca, I think, is not in that pack. Maybe because he was European. But when I look at all those Prism draft picks, I recognize a lot of players. But there's hardly anything that I would pull out of a dollar box. 21-22, Donruss. Basketball got one mega and two blasters. Kind of like Donruss. The problem is, I think none of the cards were serial numbered. It's not a red flag. It's just the nature of the product. But when hardly any of the cards are serial numbered, it's pretty hard to get a handle on how produced that set is. And in this case, probably... I won't say overproduced, but if you put serial numbers on there, it's pretty easy for people to figure out how many you made. 2021, 20 and 21 Panini Illusions. Again, I like this okay. It helped me to understand that there's emerald and ruby and sapphire and yellow parallels. And again, I see some of these in the dollar boxes. I did get an emerald Jokic. And so that would have been, again, the box was not a winner, but that's uh, a card I'll set aside. 1920 Chronicles, got a couple blasters of that. I like the Chronicles concept, but it's basically a lot of different kinds of base cards of good players. And no serial numbered cards, so it's hard to get a handle on the scarcity. If one of the brands is tougher, I just don't think I'm going to go through the trial and error of that. Again, it's been, I had this discussion with the John Keating about the non-eco-friendly retail packaging. The hobby p- packaging, you can make a hobby box and intend to sell by the pack. But in the retail packaging, you're really not in- intending to sell individual packs. You basically buy the sealed Blaster Mega hanger. 2021 Chronicles, again, another Chronicles, same deal, except I did get In fact, I was just going through the packs, and I could feel this one is fatter. Yes, it's got the game used. That was a winner. That's after the fact. I've got a hanger and one blaster. Again, Chronicles, interesting as a concept, and probably good for me because that's the way I collect. 21-22, Contenders Basketball, Blaster, five packs of eight cards. It tells you to expect and what to expect. Generally, if they tell you what to expect, that means you're going to get it. And the other sports card insight here is that as I'm going through these boxes and realizing if one box is not a good deal, 
then many boxes are also not a good deal. So I'm not talking about if you got bad luck, but just some products, the way they come out. If you buy four boxes and you don't feel like you got value, don't buy four more thinking you're going to make it up in the averages. Read up on it and see if you really like the cards. But the law of large numbers is if one box is not a good deal, it's if you're flipping a, an unbalanced coin and it's coming up heads more often than not, you don't make it up in the long run if the deck is stacked against you. 2122 wild card illumination, not illumination, but illumination. Got a couple of hangers there. Talked about the blue comics. I didn't know what that was. I'm sure I didn't get it. Four inserts per box, but I think it was confusing. And it's tough even for a brand, an older brand, to come back in. And so I thought, we'll see how that goes. 2021 Mosaic Blaster, eight packs of four cards. Luka Doncic is on that one. Got Mosaic Prisms, but not, nothing exciting in that box. So I, I wouldn't get more of that. 2122 Hoops Blasters, just got one of those. 11 packs of eight cards. This Anniversary Edition Parallel was touted. Seemed pretty underwhelming to me. I got some parallels, got some colorful cards. I like that, but no serial numbers. So Hoops, again, a popular brand. So the final verdict is I lost money on the deal. I'm sure I would not get my money back. I do not enjoy the opening process. I really enjoy sorting cards, organizing cards, but I don't like opening packs. I realized that when I was a kid, I opened a couple of packs and then mostly I was trading with other people, but I never bought a box of cards. And this was many boxes of cards. However, to the good side, I love the anticipation of the unopened pack. Everybody loves that. You don't have that. I have a different anticipation at a monster box, but I'm not going to get a $100 card or a $500 card out of a dollar box. But out of a certain higher-end pack, you could. But I'm willing to forego that. And then it points out that I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with all these extra cards that I don't really want. I can give away some, and I can batch up some of them and try to get them to stay good home. Then lastly, it caused me to reflect on the concept and the process of incubating prospects, especially in baseball. Basketball, I can know. Football, I can track. Baseball is really hard if you've got a 19 and 20 year old who have not made it or not whiffing even the big leagues, but they've got a card. It's a pre-rookie or an early card of somebody. And you're thinking, do I give them one, two, three, five years? So we'll see. Anyway, thanks everybody. And heartfelt condolences to Tracy Hackler in the loss of his wife and hanging there, Tracy. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode.